Hello, sweet love, and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. I'm a certified health and life coach, and this podcast is all about helping women feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally while they create a life they love. We will explore something each week that will help you stay focused on your health and wellness journey in a practical, real-life way, not in an impossible way. All right? Let's go. This week, we are talking about how our past is often messing with our future and our potential. Most of us have a concept of who we are and what we're capable of and what we can achieve and so on. We think we know ourselves and we live inside of that framework like there's nothing outside of the walls, right? Well, I just want to open a goddamn window here and let in some fresh air. Over our life, we create a concept of ourselves and for ourselves based fully on our past and our past experiences. We've created a certain level of evidence that we perpetually strengthen and we get so tangled up in it like it's gum in our hair that we don't realize what we're doing. We don't realize that we are creating exactly what we've always created before. If I've lived my entire life as an overeater and then spend years creating all the evidence in the world to back that up, that's exactly who I believe myself to be. That is exactly what is possible for me. Because then I practice that belief until it becomes an identity. And most of us think our identity is fixed. Things like, I'm just a big person. I'm just big boned. I am a failure. I am stupid. I am too stupid to achieve anything. I'm an overeater. I'm not creative. I need to take care of everything. I suck at sports. I'm scared to take risks. I don't like change. I don't like exercise. I'm not a motivated person. I hate meditation. I don't know how to be in a relationship. I don't like things that are hard. I don't like vegetables. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. It's not safe for me to be loved. These are all things that come up in conversation with client. And that list goes on and on and on. We think something so many times, it becomes an identity. And then once that's happened, we don't think we have a choice. It is fixed. We are stuck. These create our experience of life, some of which will be great, hopefully, and some of it which will really suck. They will really drain you. And all of which are just thoughts based on our past and our past experience and our history. They are based on our past. But what I want you to know is they do not need to create our future. All right? (laughs) Yes, there are some things that are complicated and nuanced and genetics. And yeah, I get it. All of these things I know. And also, what if not? Right? What if we didn't allow ourselves to believe that anymore? What if we were like, yes, and what if we just stopped telling ourselves those things, even if they were true to some degree, right? 
I have a client who was overweight as a child and she has owned that identity and worn it around like a wet jacket for the past 40 years. She woke up and put that jacket on and wore it all damn day. She didn't notice how it was impacting her every move and choice in her life until we practiced taking that heavy wet jacket off and putting it down every now and then. Noticing what that felt like, what a difference she felt when she removed that layer, that version of herself. Yes, she still was overweight, but the more she practiced removing the jacket, the easier it became for her to make choices that created something new for herself, right? The less tied she was to that identity. She lost weight. She has more energy. She remembered she liked dancing and hiking. She joined a book club. She started painting, even though she would never call herself creative, like many of you out there. She started filling her life with things that made her feel like a version of herself. She now realized was in her all along, but that she never gave any attention or airtime to, right? I think I'm kind of getting lost in the amazingness of my client. But the point is, she stopped letting her past be the only thing that influenced her future. And instead, together, we started working on new possibilities, new ideas, new potential. Hell yes to that business, all right? If you let your past actually just be your past and not be your identity and instead thought about what you want, what you really want for yourself, what comes up? What tiny voice whispers something inside of you? What have you been ignoring or denying yourself? What dream did you squash or let go of or never live into? What would you like for yourself in your future? What do you want? If we wiped out your memory of unhelpful thoughts and thinking and self-concepts, what would you want to plant and nurture and grow? What would you want for yourself, for the people in your life, for your family, for you? It needs to start with an exploration of you and what you actually want. And often that's very hard if you've spent a lot of time ignoring you and what you want. So don't be alarmed if your answer is, I don't know. But also don't take that as a sign to stop challenging yourself to figure it out. Don't give up so easily. It's possible You too have spent the last 40 years or whatever denying yourself of who you really are and what your potential really is. Or it's been so long, you've been so caught in the cog of busyness and life that that version of you has gone so quiet. So it might not come free-flowing out of your mind like a waterfall. It might be a little bit more like looking for raindrops in the desert, okay? 
that's not a sign you're doing this wrong. It's a sign you need to keep doing some self-exploration. And that is a fantastically beautiful thing to do. My clients hate this about me, but they would tell you that I don't take I don't know as an answer. I just go quiet (laughs) and, and make them figure out another option. Because saying I don't know is just our brain shutting down the potential of change, which is its natural default. That's what our brain does. But letting I don't know be the final answer stops you from pushing beyond that. It stops you from learning something new about yourself or growing in some capacity or understanding yourself in some way. If your natural response to me saying, what do you really want for yourself? What does your ideal future look like? What what would you love to happen in three years or five years or 10 years or 20 years? What would that look like? What would matter to you? If your natural answer or your instant answer is, I don't know, that's fine. But don't let it be your final answer. When you let I don't know be your final answer, you're just robbing yourself of understanding yourself more. So if you say, I don't know, say, okay, I don't know. But what if I did? Or what if I had to guess? Or if I was going to imagine it for somebody else? You know, sometimes you need to remove yourself from the picture and imagine it as if it was for somebody else. If I was going to create the ideal future for my bestie or for this imaginary person, remove yourself from it if you need to, but don't just shut it down with I don't know. I don't know doesn't serve you. I don't know doesn't change anything. I don't know doesn't create something juicy and exciting and fun and fantastic for anybody. I don't know keeps you right where you are. I don't know is status quo. I don't know is actually below status quo. Okay, I am legit on a tangent, but listen, (laughs) let's get it back together. I also want you to know Though, most of the time when we think about the future, we stress out about it. We go right to worry and anxiety and fear-driven thinking. And as annoying as this is, that thinking is a choice. Yep, I know. (laughs) You're like, ah, Gwen, zip it, lady. I can be really annoying. I I am willing to own that. Because listen, nobody can say for sure what will happen even in the next five minutes. And yet we're spending an incredible amount of time worried that all our worst fears will come true and everything will be the worst and we're so tired and overwhelmed and how can we even imagine doing all these other things we need to do and the kids and the job and the responsibilities. And now this crazy wackadoo lady is telling me to think about what I want. Yeah, sure, right? We go to stress, overwhelm, anxiety, fear. That's what we do. And I get it. Listen, my default has been worry. I am like a worry master. (laughs) But it is a choice. We, me and you, do have a choice. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, that many of us spend a lot of time in this fear thinking because we're out of practice thinking about what we want to create for ourselves. Thinking about what we want 
for our life, thinking about a future that is exciting, thinking about a future that feels fun, thinking about what we actually want, and then taking actions that are going to get us there. Listen, fear is a brain default. It's survival. But your brain is not the boss, right? You are. You get to choose what path you go down on a regular basis, believe it or not. But you're going to have to know what you want to replace those fearful thoughts with. Otherwise, slipping into default mode will happen like going on autopilot. It's just where your brain is going to go unless you give it something else to focus on. Does that make sense to you? (laughs) I feel like I'm on a little bit of a spicy tangent today, but let me kind of break it down, I guess. So the first part is understanding that you are not your past. You do not need to be defined by your past, by what or who or whatever happened even yesterday, and especially not a year or 40 years ago. You do not need to continue to put on the same heavy, wet jacket every day. You just do not. You get to decide what kind of future you want. Yep, we will never know if you will actually achieve what you want, but I do guarantee you that knowing what you want your future to be like and then working towards it and living your life as if it will happen is going to create a much better life for you than living in your past, than never trying to achieve what you want, okay? And lastly, you need to know what you want. You need to know what you're working towards so you don't live on autopilot default mode or worry of worry and anxiety. I think this might be extra strong for women, but I could probably be wrong. (laughs) I'm open to that. But as mentioned, worrying has been my personal default mode since childhood. I have been just practicing stressing about the future and all of the potential variables since I was probably five. And I know it's like this for many of my clients as well, which is like 98% women. And when I talk to men about this, whether in my practice or out in the world, it doesn't seem like it's as prevalent, but that might be because they don't want to tell me about it. I don't know. Anyways, I do want to mention that peace and joy and calmness and all those good feelings are available in this exact moment. They are most readily available to us in the moment that we're in now, because it's the only option. It's the only moment to have it. When we think we need to achieve something or reach something or accomplish something in order for us to feel joy and happiness and calm and all the things, all we're doing is postponing us feeling those emotions. I can promise you with absolute certainty that you could create those emotions in yourself right now if you practiced, if you figured out what you could be thinking about or what you could be doing that would create those feelings in your body, right? A lot of times we are not aware of what our default thinking is, 
what we're thinking on repeat all day long. But those thoughts are going to create our current experience. So if we're thinking, I'm so stressed out, I'm so tired, I'm so overwhelmed, I don't have time for anything, we are going to feel those emotions. But if we pause and we take a breath and we come into this moment right now and we realize in this exact moment, we're okay. In this exact moment, there's some snow falling and it's quiet in my house and I can faintly hear the fire in the wood stove crackling and I'm talking to you and that's pretty good. In this moment, we're okay. And we can also push ourselves to be like, what in this day is amazing? What in this day is little slivers of magic? And that thinking will create joy. So what we're thinking about, what we're letting happen in our mind is going to dictate the experience we have right now. And this isn't about denying the reality of the world. It is about gaining more control over our own emotions and creating an emotional intelligence for ourselves that feels like something we have control over to some degree. Listen, it's not a perfect practice, but it's something to aim for because good things come from that. So practice it because if you want to, you can create whatever feeling you want to feel right now. All right? Okay. That's it for today, my sweet love. Just coming at you. (laughs) And if you found this episode valuable today if you found any value in here today please be sure to send it to a few of your people or post it on your social medias and tag me i am on instagram at gwen johnson official and i love hearing from you i love hearing how these episodes land for you and if you've listened to this and you're like hell yes to everything here but how do i make this happen for myself especially if you're like at this with some kind of not believing that it's available for you, but dreaming that it could be, feel free to reach out to me and book a free consultation to see if coaching is for you because this is exactly the kind of thing that we work on in coaching, one-on-one coaching, and it is the best time. It becomes very easy to get stuck in consuming constant information and be in this perpetual learning place, which I love for everyone. Learning is the best, but it can have the unfortunate side effect of not actually creating any change in our real life, right? So if you're out there constantly consuming information through podcasts, through YouTube, but not actually making any changes in your life, then I'm going to let you know that working with a coach is how you're going to move out of that constant consuming of information and into action and into creating whatever it is that you really desire for yourself. All right. Kindness for 1 million days and more. You are incredible and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so glad you're here.